Do you ever get overwhelmed with all of the different nutrition tips and diets that are out there to help you lose weight? There's keto and paleo and vegan and gluten-free and intuitive eating. I mean, there's so many, I can't even name them all. You don't even know if they will work for you and you try and, and it feels hard and you throw in the towel and you try another one. And not only do you keep seeing the scale stay the same or even go in the wrong direction, but you hold on to these misses like they're failures. And you start to ask yourself, what am I doing wrong? And it gets inside of you. I know this because I have been there myself more times than I can count. And I have worked with hundreds of women who are the same. You're not alone. And if you are sick of it, this episode is for you. It's the clarity, the strategy, the path, the three nutrition phases that will help you release belly fat every time. Grab your notes, sister. Let's dive in to this episode. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimetopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey sister, how are you feeling in your body today? What is she saying to you? What did she say when you first woke up this morning? Was she hungry? Was she confused? Is she bloated? Is she not awake yet? What did she say? Because what she says, what she's really saying behind the chaos, underneath it all, that's, that's where we need to get to, to find our answers. Today, we're going to talk about the three nutrition phases that will help you release belly fat every time. And you know, before I get right to those phases, it's so important to begin to understand these specific phases, why they matter, why they work, because our bodies are not the working they're not in the same situation they were just five years ago, 10 years ago, in our 20s and early 30s. They're in a different place. And, and the truth is that the world, society, who dishes up all of these different types of nutrition plans and ways of eating and diets and things like that, they aren't created with the female body in hormonal chaos in mind. They're created for men's bodies. They're created for bodies that are in a hormonally balanced place. They're created for a lot of different reasons, but not for this. And it's so important to understand how to bring yourself back and to work with our body in this hormonal chaos, right? Because if you don't follow the path 
you actually go backwards and stay stuck. And we end up in that real dark shame spiral, right? Of, of trying and failing and wondering if it's our fault and blaming ourselves and feeling worse and lacking constant confidence and starting to wonder if anything is ever going to work, right? We start to lose belief. We start to give up. We start to think it's going to be too hard. So understanding where we're at and following a path that that recognizes where we're at, that's designed for where our bodies are at in this phase is critical because if you don't follow it, it's like you're trying to run a marathon without ever walking a 5K, without ever getting off the couch. It's never going to happen. The odds are against you, right? It's going to be too hard. Like going from your couch to just going out and trying to run this marathon, like no thanks. A marathon is hard. And, and this is where our body is at. This is where I used to struggle so much. I was always in this place of I knew I didn't feel, I didn't feel well, so I just tried to push harder. I never took the time to understand what was actually happening inside, what she was saying to me. When she was tired, I would just pump her full of caffeine. When she was frazzled, I would have that glass of wine. You know, when I was feeling bloated and, and awake and anxious in the middle of the night, I would commit to a harder workout program. I would avoid doing the things I needed to do because I had a laundry list of stuff that, that felt so important that I tied myself worth to. None of these things were helping me get there. But when I understood, when I understood what was going on in my body, what she was really saying, what was happening in these perimenopause years, which is simply that she has so much more going on. She can't just do business as usual because she's got a big job right now, right? She's passing the torch from the ovaries to the, to the adrenals. She's making sure that all the job is taken care of so that we move into menopause and beyond and we're not in a hot mess place. She's doing the best she can and she's asking for things and we're not listening. And so when she's in this hormonally chaos state, so for me, that was, that was feeling exhausted in the afternoon, dealing with bloating and digestive issues, my skin getting all weird and crazy, my periods all of a sudden getting out of whack, my, my, lep, my, my, my leggings getting tight around my belly, like, and, all, and my, my sleep just, oh, it was so exhausting and so frustrating. And, and it builds your anxiety and it builds this depression and it chips away at you. So you start to kind of give up, right? When I was in that, that is hormonal chaos, sister. When you are in the 35 to 55 age range and you're feeling these things like I was feeling, you're in hormonal chaos. And you can't, in hormonal chaos, go and run a marathon. You need to calm that chaos, and then you need to make sure the chaos is calm enough so that your body has the space to heal, right? It's like if you break your ankle, you got to put a cast on. That cast has to go on and give you the time for, for the bone to come back together. And then after that, you need a time period of physiotherapy, of exercises that are gentle, that, that work with the range of motion that allow your body to get back into the motion, right? This is, this is the period where we sort of optimize. And then, then we can start jogging and then running and then sprinting on that ankle, on that foot again. But if you try to go from cast to running, you're not going to get very far and you're going to feel frustrated, especially if everyone's telling you that you can't do it. You can't do it. It's going to make it worse. You're going to keep, you're going to break that foot 
further. And that's what's happening here, sister. When you're trying to release weight and you're in perimenopause and you're in this hormonal chaos, you're having all these symptoms or some of these symptoms, these hot flashes, these headaches, this joint pain, whatever it is that you're feeling, because what we feel has a little to do with genetics and what we feel has a lot to do with our habits that have put us here. But the genetics are what, what are how our body responds, right? So when you, when you, when you learn the process of making sure you allow that, that wound to, that, to heal first. And then you move into giving it the space, the physio, to really, really solidify, really optimize, get yourself back into full range of motion. Then you start to move into the progress, then you get results. And in the meantime, other great things happen. Other great things start to happen. You feel better, you don't have so much swelling in that foot, right? When you first break it, you have the cast on for a couple of days, all of a sudden you don't have so much swelling in that foot. You know, you feel like, okay, I'm not in so much pain. I'm not so uncomfortable. I can maybe even put a little pressure on that foot. And then the cast comes off and you're like, okay, maybe I can bend this foot a little. Maybe I can move it this way and rotate my ankle. The same is happening inside of us. This is another one of those things, almost like mental health. You can't see it, so nobody recognizes it, right? There's no cast on the outside of our body. But we are in perimenopause. Our hormones do have a big job. And, and if we're not honoring that job, if we're not working with that job, and listen, it is not our fault. No one has taught us this until now. But now we have this information. It is our responsibility to grab it and take it, take this opportunity to feel our darn best from, from now until the rest of our lives. And this is the way we do it. So you can put down the keto, you can put down the vegan, you can put down the gluten-free, you can put down the diet, the whatever it is that you've been trying and, and struggling with and trying and feeling badly about. And you can follow these three phases and it will work for you every darn time. I am interrupting this episode super quick, sister, to remind you of perimenopause weight loss myths number one through six. You are just getting older. You need to accept it. You would have to work out every day and cut your calories way back and be miserable. And if you really want to release weight, it's going to be harder than it was in your 20s. Sister, that is not the truth. But here is the truth. All you need to be successful in weight release during perimenopause and menopause is to understand how this major hormonal shift impacts your metabolism, eliminate the inflammation that's causing most of your symptoms, optimize your hormones, and commit to habits that work with your hormones. And don't worry, it's easier than you think, I can promise you that. So I created a brand new signature course called Midlife Mojo to guide you through each of these four simple steps and get you releasing the weight so that you can get back in control of your body and thrive in perimenopause and beyond. You can go on vacations, you can enjoy the holidays, you can tackle your big dreams and even bigger to-do lists, no matter what number you're turning this birthday, and have the confidence that the scale will only be moving in the direction that you want. It's a 12-week course that we will commit to together, and it's designed to get you out of hormonal chaos, including mood swings, night sweats, and heavy periods, eliminate and heal inflammation in your body, no more bloating, brain fog, exhaustion, and cravings, optimize your hormones and your metabolism, hello, bring on the energy, and shift into fat-burning mode, results, so you will release the weight. And guess what? 
I am guaranteeing it. I have worked with enough women in perimenopause struggling to release weight and feel better, as well as my own 15-pound weight gain and loss, that I know this is a proven system. When you show up and follow through, you will get results. I promise. Or I'll give you your money back. Now, space is limited because your results are critical and I want to be there for you. And doors are open for early bird pricing right now until August 27th when the early bird window closes. This is the best pricing you are going to get with a huge discount. And then the price will shift to regular pricing. All you need to do is sign up right now at BriaThePeriodWhisperer.com forward slash midlife dash mojo. That's BriaThePeriodWhisperer.com forward slash midlife dash mojo. And of course, it's in the show notes below. So pause this episode. I won't mind. I will wait. Pause it right now and get the details and early bird pricing on my brand new signature program where I am guaranteeing results. Am I crazy? No, I'm not. Because here's what I know about women like us. When we invest in ourselves, like paying for this course, and we have skin in the game, like knowing that our results are guaranteed if we follow the process step by step, then we show up. We go all in. And I have a 100% success ratio on my clients who go all in. If I know anything about helping women release weight from 12 years of experience, it's that September, when fall comes and school starts, September is like our Super Bowl time for progress, commitment, and change. So go right now, get your early bird pricing so that you do not miss out. Share it with your girlfriends, sisters, anyone who's struggling to feel good in perimenopause. Perimenopause will transform you if you let it, or it will lock your feet in concrete. Let's transform, sister. Go check it out right now. Don't miss the early bird window. Heal your hormones. Release the weight. Real quick, sister, are you ready to have the best health of your life in midlife? I'm not exactly sure why you were here, but I bet you I can take a pretty great guess. Maybe you're starting to hear more and more about this perimenopause thing. I mean, can we be honest about the fact that we heard about menopause, but nobody told us about perimenopause? And now that you are reaching those magical ages, you're wondering if that is why you are feeling a bit off. Or maybe you know you are in it and you're sick of feeling stuck, tired, don't want to buy new pants, and frustrated that you're actually doing the things to feel better, but the things aren't working. Or maybe you're feeling okay and want to make the most of this time and get ahead of your shifting hormones. Whatever the reason, I'm so glad that you are here because life is too short to feel anything less than amazing. Perimenopause and menopause is a time for freedom, not to be weighed down by your hormones or how you feel in your body. You were meant for more, sister. So whether you're having symptoms or wanting to prevent symptoms, you are in the right place, and I am here to be your guide to having the best health of your life in midlife and beyond. I want to invite you into the Perimenopause Posse. It's the perfect starter course and membership for the clear guidance you need to understand the hormonal shifts of perimenopause, start healing your hormones, and shift into fat burning month after month. In the Posse, you get my step-by-step course to support your hormones and get them working for you so you can achieve the weight release, muscle growth, or just the energy gain that you want for your life. You also get a great community of sisters to support you and a monthly live training and Q&A with me so I can answer your specific questions, as well as monthly nutrition plans and workouts designed to go with the flow of your hormones. And of course, a few other great bonuses. 
All you have to do is click the link in the show notes below to join the posse. Start your step-by-step program and meet me inside of the community. It's everything you need to master your hormones and shift into fat burning month after month. So click link below in the show notes and meet me in there. All right, back to this episode. So I want you to really think about this hormonal chaos as if you have a broken bone in your body. And the first step is to reduce that inflammation, to protect it enough that we're not, we're not running on that broken foot that has a, a cast on it because that's just going to make the inflammation worse. It's going to break the bone even further, right? I want you to really think about this as you go through, as we go through these steps, because this is going to set you free. This is the stuff. This is the stuff. Get your notes. This is what we're going to do. And when you go in this order, then you are guaranteed to get the results. But we need to go in this order, right? Because we all go out there and we try these things. We try the keto. We try the vegan. We try the, you know, the, the whatever, (laughs) whatever you try, the intuitive eating. And we don't follow through because we know we're not going to stick with it. You don't need to pick a, a thing and do that thing no matter what forever and ever and ever. Some people are like that and they can do it and that's okay. I'm not one of those people. I don't want to break up with things forever. I'm not interested in divorcing things unless they're completely toxic for me. That's a big decision. And every time I say I'm definitely not going to do something, I kind of want to do it. So I don't know if that if you're like that, please send me a message. Tell me I'm not alone. But we want to do things in order and it's not a forever thing. It's a time period. It's the cast on for a little while. It's the physiotherapy. And then it's the rebirth, you know, the restructuring, the re-getting yourself back up to pace. Okay. So, and before I give you the steps, you know, before I kind of dive deeply into the steps, I'm going to give you sort of these initial parts of the steps. So you have tangible things to go off of. I want to be very clear that if you are in hormonal chaos, if you've got the broken foot, and the cast needs to go on the broken foot. Like if it's broken and it's inflamed, like if you're in perimenopause and you're in hormonal chaos in your perimenopause, you're in perimenopause if you're 35 to 55 and you haven't achieved menopause, you are in it. Let me just make that clear for you. I don't think the world makes that clear for us. You are in it. The job is started from ovaries to adrenals. That baton is being passed. But if you are in the chaos, if you are struggling with unexplained weight gain, if you are struggling with the irregular periods, with the brain fog, with the fatigue, with the, with the heavy periods, with the anxiety, with the depression, with the headaches, with all the things, if you're struggling with the hot flashes and it's debilitating you, then, then, then we need to do something before we do this phase. Before we step into these three phases, you need to stop working out. So if you have a workout program and you're in this chaos, you have to stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Because working out by nature adds more chaos to the body. It adds more chaos to the mix. It's making it worse. You need all the energy you can right now to heal, right? Like what, what do they say to us when we're in a first trimester of pregnancy? You need to rest. You need to take your vitamins. You need to rest and get all the sleep you can, right? When you have a broken foot, they say you need to rest. You need to relax. You know, you need to stay off that foot. I need you to stay off the workout. Stay, step away from the weight. Step away from the classes, the body pump, the CrossFit. Step away from it. Not forever, just for at least the first phase. Probably the second phase, too. At least until we start to release weight 
and have consistent energy, that's when we know and we start sleeping, you know, pretty well through the night. It's pretty normal at this age for us to wake up one time a night to go to the bathroom and then fall back asleep within half an hour. That can be a normal thing. It kind of sucks, but it's real. Any more than that or the struggle to go back to sleep, that's, that's chaos, Okay, that's where we're at. So before you need to pull back, we still need to move. You got to do your daily walks, get out and walk your body, stretch your body. Those are basic functional daily movement. But, but 30 to 60 minutes of walking or 30 to 60 minutes of yoga per day, which is the kind of the baseline of activity that every body should be doing, is all you need for healing, for repair, for body optimization. You know, no, it's not going to build muscle and necessarily be the thing that protects our bones for osteoporosis. But if we're if we're in the inflammation, it doesn't matter if we work out. It's only making that worse anyway. So we got to do we got to step away from that first. And we got to put all of our energy because remember, we don't have a lot of energy right now. Our energy is being used. So we need to maximize our energy. And we can't be spending it all on things that are making things worse for us. So we need the all of our energy, all of our focus, all of that time that maybe you are carving out to go do a hard workout. You need to spend that on gentle movement and on moving through these phases, on healing, right? Okay, here are the three phases. Now's the time. <laughs> Get your pen and paper. Get your notes section. So phase one, phase one of the three nutrition phases that will help you release belly fat every time is the eliminate inflammation phase. This is a tough phase for people because it requires big change. But you don't want this to take forever. I know you don't. You don't have time for this to take forever. You've got your midlife. You've got dreams. You've got things to do and places to go and, you know, kids to take care of. Like we have so much on our plates at this time. So this can feel hard because it feels it's a big change and that's why it requires your focus and energy. So we need to eliminate inflammation and we do that by cutting out all of the inflammatory foods for four weeks minimum. Six weeks would be nice, four weeks minimum. Inflammatory foods, the main inflammatory foods that we're talking are sugar, alcohol, any more than one cup of caffeine a day, uh, conventionally raised dairy, so yeah, you can have some organic dairy in there, some nice grass-fed butter, you know, de- you know, eggs are not dairy, you can have those if they don't bother you, right? Gluten, okay, any type of like processed flour, right? We wanna pull that out. And as a bonus, genetically modified corn and soy, those ones really tick off our bodies. We might, have not a, we might not have an allergy to these things, but if, we are infl- if you're in hormonal chaos, you are inflamed. And if you are inflamed, all of these types of foods That's what they do. They kind of tick our body off. We can totally handle them when we're not inflamed. We can handle a certain amount of them. That's why I don't like to give up everything. I know that my body can handle a little and I like a little, right? I like to feel like like I'm indulging a little bit here and there. But we got to pull the things out because keeping those things in when we're in inflammation is like choosing not to put a cast on your broken foot and stubbing your darn toe every single time, every single day right? Three times a day if it's in each of your meals. It's making the problem worse. So phase number one is eliminating inflammation. Stop irritating that problem. Stop picking the scab. Stop banging your broken foot without a cast on it, right? That's what we need to do. You need to give it that four to six weeks to heal the inflammation and stop making it worse yourself. 
Then we get to move into phase number two, which is optimized metabolism. And I'm gonna give you some really specific things in here. Yes, if you want at this point, you can reintroduce some of those inflammatory foods in like an 80-20 concept, right? Where like, sure, 20% of the, the, the food that goes in your body can be some of these inflammatory things because you can handle that now. Would it be better if you didn't have any of them? Yes, but I know that's not realistic. So if you can pull them out as best as possible, that's the goal. But then we want to optimize. This optimized metabolism is like your physio. The cast has come off. The, the bone has healed, but now we got to retrain. We got to let retrain the body, retrain the ankle, retrain everything so that it, it moves properly, right? Because if we don't do that, it's going to impact other parts of our kinetic chain in our body. If we don't optimize our metabolism here, we're going to go right back to where we were, or we're going to keep adding a workload to our body. So here's how we do this. Okay. We focus on uh, we optimize our metabolism by focusing on having very regular blood sugar in our body. This is the fastest way to heal and also mess up our hormones if we don't get this one right. So worry less about you know what you're eating and focus on when you are eating. We need to eat within two hours of waking. We want to have three meals a day. Three meals, four if you absolutely need it, but really three meals is what we need. If you're not working out, you probably don't need four meals. You need three meals, and if you're eating enough at each of those meals, they will carry you to the next meal. Because if we snack in between, every time, every time we eat something, the body's got to stop what it's doing, stop fighting inflammation, stop repairing, stop optimizing, stop balancing hormones, stop burning fat, and deal with the thing that's gone in the body. And if it's doing that every hour or two hours, it's it can't get back to the job that we want to get it to do, right? So we want to have these three meals with the first meal being within two hours of waking. That helps our blood sugar regulate. If we don't have that meal or we have coffee instead, the body does not know when it's going to get its next meal. And it shifts us right back into that fight or flight, into that starvation mode, into that suppressing of the metabolism and the amping up the fat storage. Because the body's got a lot going on. It's trying to rebalance these hormones. It needs energy. And it's like, shoot, better conserve. Don't know when I'm going to get it. It's like low battery mode, right? So we want to have these three meals. And the first meal needs to be within two hours of waking. The next meal should be four to five hours later. The third meal should be four to five hours after that. And then we're done. Those are our three meals. And again, those three meals should be full and satisfying enough. You should be eating enough in those meals to get you to the next one. If you can't go four to five meals, you're not eating enough. And of course, we need to make sure the composition of those meals are great. But let me just give you an example. So if you wake up at six, have your breakfast at eight. Okay, we want to have lunch then four to five hours later. So at 12 or one. And then we want to have dinner four to five hours later at five or six. And then we're still protecting a 14-hour fasting window at night. We're getting the benefits of fasting in a time when our body doesn't need the energy. In the beginning of the day, the body needs the energy. Because not only is it trying to handle this perimenopause, this job, this, this repair also that we're trying to do, but it, it has to handle the workload that you're putting on it all day. The movement, the packing of lunches, the driving here and there, the going all over the place, you know, the, the cleaning of your house, the emptying of the dishwasher. It's got it's to show up for you. So it needs that energy. It doesn't need the same energy at night. At night, it needs a break. So that's a good example of, of how to optimize your metabolism with those three, you know, those time zones. And then on top of that, we need to start each meal with vegetables. Vegetables are how we get our micronutrients. 
a, a load of vegetables, even if it's just like half a sliced up cucumber, some, you know, at one meal, or having your greens first thing in the morning, that can take care of those of those greens, those veggies. Those micronutrients are critical. Our body, in order to optimize, it it utilizes the micronutrients. That's the, that's the positive tools. It's like having the really good good quality tools or buying the crappy tools. You want the really good tools, right? So we put the veggies in first and then we put the protein in. We need at least 20 to 30 grams of protein. 30 if you're a taller person and you move a lot in a day, for sure. And 30 will be what you need when you do start to add fitness back in, in phase three or beyond. We wanna look at, we wanna make sure each meal, so vegetables, 20 to 30, that's what our body needs to repair. That's what it needs to feel full and satisfied. And then you have your carbohydrates and fats as you need, whatever you need in there to keep you full to the next meal and what you like, right? This is how we optimize our metabolism in this phase. And then phase three is when we begin to eat with our infradian rhythm. If you don't know what an infradian rhythm is, go all the way back to episode number one of the Period Whisperer podcast. I dive into that there. It is our 28-day rhythm that really impacts and dictates our metabolism um, as a woman. Men don't have this. Women only have this. And until recently, Nobody talked about it. Nobody knew about it. There was almost no research done on it and not a single workout program was designed with this rhythm in mind. Our rhythm, like I'm going to give you a quick overview on it, dictates that in the second half of our cycle in our luteal and menstrual phases, and this is also why we need to eliminate inflammation. We got to eliminate that inflammation so our our hormone clock can get back on because it's kind of wiggity when it's got all this inflammation. Nothing's flowing. That's why our period's wacky. That's why we're kind of moody and we're having all these crazy emotions, right? That's why we're having the hot flashes because things aren't regulated right now. So we go through these first two phases and now we're regulated. And in our luteal phase and in our menstrual phase, our our metabolism picks up because it's busy, right? It's busy either building the baby, which is likely not right now for us, but it's busy, you know, sloughing off the endometrium layer. It's busy dealing with with the, the pregnancy that never happened, right? So it's got an added job there. So the metabolism picks up to support that. It's got more work. It's doing more things, right? That means we're burning 250 to 350 more calories per day in those two phases. This is why we have this whole thought. This is why society tells us, oh, we get cravings in our luteal phase. Yeah, you get cravings because you're hungrier, because you need more energy. So you want to start to eat with your infradian rhythm. And although there's a lot more to it, a really simple place to start in these three phases with this step three is to just eat an extra piece of toast with peanut butter at breakfast. You know, eat an extra thing at your breakfast and at your lunch. That's going to get you those added calories so that you don't end up face first in a bag of chocolate chips. Speaking from experience, in the afternoon when your body's desperate for that energy, right? Sugar is, the brain is smart. It's efficient. It knows the quickest energy out there is sugar, and that is what it will crave if that's what we give it. So we need to, we need to get ahead of our body and make sure we have those extra calories in the first two parts of our day so that we don't land in that area. Okay. How do you know when you're ready to move to the next phase, right? I would say each phase is, is really at about four weeks each is what we're looking at. And of course, once you get into this third phase, then we can start adding in fitness in line with your rhythm as well. That's for another podcast episode. 
But that's when our body is ready. That's when we have trained for this marathon. That's when the foot is back and ready and we can start doing the 5Ks and move to the 10Ks and then to the half marathons and then to the full marathon. That's when we can start leveling up that training, right? is when we are in that part and we know we're sleeping well now, our energy is consistent throughout the day, we're not having as many hot flashes, you know, our period, if we're still bleeding, is, is fairly regular, we're not having bloating and indigestion, we're, we're pooping once a day, every day. Like these are all the green flags that tell you, okay, we can move to the next phase, things are good, things are solid. If things go awry, we need to step back and go back to the last phase. It's this simple, you guys. It's reduce the inflammation, optimize your metabolism, move in line with your rhythm. And this will work for you every single time. I've seen it again and again. And I know, I know that you're going to say there's things you're going to be afraid of, right? We're afraid of different things. You know, we get afraid of, of not fitting in somehow. We get afraid of failing. We get afraid of, of, I don't know, investing in things and it not working. Like, there's, we get afraid of not working out and gaining weight. We're, we're afraid, right? We have these natural fears. So expect those fears. Know that those are normal. You're going to say, Bria, but if I don't work out, I'm going to gain more weight. But it's not true. It's just how we've been conditioned. It's how we've been taught that this is how it works. But the path back always our guts, our insides, our hormones, it heals just like the rest of our body, just like that broken ankle. And we want to give it that time to reduce the inflammation and properly heal, to optimize and make sure it has full range of motion, right? And then we can get back and get the results that we want. Every single time I go through this process, when I do decide to pick up a workout program, I get results so fast. This is how we do it. We get, we heal, we optimize, we move in line. We work with our female body, not a male body, a female body. So as you feel the pushback, as you question these pieces, remember that it takes bold decisions. It takes help. It takes guidance. It takes, it takes deciding to be different to get a different result. That's where the magic happens. All right, sisters, you have your three phases. You know what to do. Take a big step and go and be more in your life and not just less on a scale. We'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.